Father's Day 2022 Savage Mind Podcast. To all the fathers out there, stepfathers, grandfathers, whatever role you play in anyone's life, that you are the role of a father. I hope you take it very seriously. I hope you don't take it for granted. I hope you are involved. And I hope that you cherish and value that. Because some of us, our entire life, know what it's like to not have that person in our life. And I also know what it's, some of us also know what it's like to become a father. And for myself, and I feel like I'm speaking for some other people out there. Be the kind of father that we did not have. And sometimes that still doesn't go right. When we contribute to things in this life, any kind of enabling, it is very much our responsibility and we are to blame and we are responsible for that. But when we don't contribute to things, whether we don't contribute as in positive or we don't contribute as in negative, that neutralizes us from that responsibility. So it is Father's Day, and anyone that listens to this podcast periodically, consistently, or knows me in real life, yes, even with the exception of everything that's happened in my life, throughout my life, I still feel like I'm a blessed man. I think some people have a puzzled look on their face sometimes that they don't see me with my head down, they don't see me not having confidence, they don't see me depressed and upset and being the victim. I talk about that a lot. Yes, because I'm not. It doesn't mean I don't have daily, I mean fucking daily battles. And I get up every day to make sure I stay in front of that. And some days I feel like I'm losing. But most days I feel like that I'm winning and I stay in front of it. I have a lot of, I'm blessed in my life with a lot of amazing, beautiful women. No doubt. I wouldn't change raising my children regardless of the outcome. So let's dive into this. And again, I probably always say this. There probably won't be enough time today. I'm going to enjoy the rest of my Father's Day. And uh, I got up what I do. And this is a good day to me. We had double birthdays this weekend. Our twins' birthday, as I mentioned in the last podcast, and out of our grandchildren, our baby granddaughter turned two. Excuse me. Actually, the twins' birthday was yesterday, and the baby granddaughter's birthday is today. So we have those things. They're 15 years apart. It happens to be Father's Day and it happens to be Juneteenth. That's all important, very important dates. And they will be 15 years apart by one day forever. And I think that's pretty fucking cool. So what what more blessing can I have than than Father's Day falls on my my baby granddaughter's birthday and day before twins' birthday. And we had actually the the baby granddaughter's birthday yesterday, birthday party. And we're going to do something else with the the, the twins next week because it was already scheduled. (laughs) So I got up and do what I do today, you know. I got up and hammered down about, I don't know, seven, eight miles, something like that. Did my workout. Um, got home. Did a little bit of work around here, making some food. Mama Sita's making some food. About to do a little bit of yard work. Do, do, do some things I need to do. I'm not going to go full throttle today because I like to. And, but th- th- that's things I enjoy. My day wouldn't have been complete. I don't do it every day. I'm not in full training mode right now, but a good day to me is I got to run in and I hammered out, sweated like a motherfucker, got hot, fucking put in the work and 
Came home, took a cold shower, having a mimosa now, about to fucking get in the yard and get in the pool, and that's a good day to me. That that that's that's things that I appreciate. So no, that's this this is not a hey, can you just relax today? I, you know, people that usually say that is people that they relax too much. That's the way it goes. So you know, when it comes to talking about fathers and our role as a father and fathers just Father's Day and men in general. I have so much to say because I think I, I speak from a different perspective than a lot of people. Again, there's a lot of people out there that grew up without fathers. There's a lot of people that grew up without mothers. There's a lot of people that grew up without grandparents. There's a lot of people that have experienced great tragedy in their life. But in the overall percentage of people I know throughout my life, there's not a lot of people I know that was in a position that I mean, my little brother was in. There are They are out there. I grew up with some of them. But it's still percentage is small because you usually had somebody in your life. For me, and y'all have heard this, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I just want to. I, I want to listen. A lot of people don't understand the way other people are and why they're like they are, and the way they grew up and how they've arrived at the adult they are when they grew up a different way. Example: I have a lot of people around me that I deal with. People, excuse me, not a lot. People around me in my daily life that are my age and older and still have both parents living. And we're not talking about absent parents, seen them every now and then, was in and out of their life. We're talking about whatever we consider normal. And again, let me let me say this. Normal is different to everyone. Some of the people that I value, some people that I care about, that I love, that are my best friends, some people in the family, what their normal is quite different than my normal. And neither one of them are wrong. It's just it's different. So... I had somebody tell me a while back that I've known for a long time. I never really thought about it this way. Why I never molded myself. I realize I'm not like a lot of men. I'm not better. I'm not. Don't think I'm right. I'm just different. A lot of my friends and family members that had a dad in their life. I'm sure regardless of the hard times, how hard he was on them, whatever it was, if he was in their life consistently, whether he, let me say this, whether he was with the mother or not. Your obligation is not to the woman if you are divorced or you're not together or you never were together. Your obligation is to your children, whether you're with their mother or not. And this is one of the things I want to talk about how, and I, hey, I, I take up for women a lot, but at the same time, We give credit to men for doing the bare minimum sometimes. So let me talk about this. A friend of mine told me a while back, <clears throat> I never thought about it this way. We were just having a discussion, ran into her in town, just talking about things. And she goes, you always been your own man. You never molded yourself by anyone. I said, you actually, you actually noticed that? She goes, yeah, it was very obvious when we were young. I had... Went on the conversation with her, gave her a hug and kiss on the cheek and told her, thank you. I never thought about it that way. And I always wondered, I always noticed that when I'm around a lot of people that have their dad in their life, whether even, and I know people in their 50s still have their, their, their dad in their life. <clears throat> um, even if they bitch and complained about them and they got pissed off, even if they was hard on them, unless they were abusive, abusive or abused their mother, abused them, I mean, physically, mentally, one or both, or was in and out of their life. We're talking about was in the house with them, helped raise them, or divorced and was consistent part of life. Because I had that situation with my with my daughter, and uh, 
my our baby granddaughter, the one just today's her birthday. They they split up when the baby was she was already like five six months old. And guess what? They are all fucking fine. We were all together yesterday at the birthday party. See, you you, you have to understand. Sometimes, most of the time, it's not going to turn out better, more productive, more positive because you stayed together and forced something that wasn't there. Our baby granddaughter knows her parents get along. They know that they both love them, that we all love them, and they co-parent, and they're not together. She's already used to that. Instead of forcing it, and then maybe doing that by age 10 or 15. No matter what you delay or what you put off, it is not going to improve if the situation doesn't change. No matter how much you kid yourself, no matter how much you lie to yourself. But I see this with a lot of, I didn't understand at the time, I understand that now, which is a lot of my friends, a lot of even just men I know in general would be so, have so many issues with their father, even if they love them. But then they end up being just like him. <laughs> and I thought about that. Some of the younger people that I'm friends with, I talked to. I said, yeah, I, I just, I told some some friends. I never mentioned names, but I told them a while back. I said, and I love them and I love their dad. I was like, I, I, I guess I never was like anyone. I had my stepdad for a while and I care about the guy. And he never hurt me or did anything wrong. He just was kind of there. Hard worker, but he was just kind of there. Taught me a few things. Now I look at my ex-father-in-law. My, my kid's grandfather on their mom's side, I got with her at that time so young, my ex-wife's dad, he he taught me some things. He he, he did. So I, I, I do value that. But I also look at like, I never had anybody I wanted to be like. I didn't mold myself after anyone. And a lot of people when I was younger would say, I'm so sorry to hear that. And and, and I'm, I'm sorry. You know, they know my dad. My dad's been dead longer than he's been alive. He's been dead for shit. 43 years, and he only lived to be 39, so whatever it was, 43, 44 years. But I see it as a, I see it as a, how much more valuable it, it is now. Do you think I'd rather had my father? Absolutely. Do you think I'd rather met? Be clear again, and I only say these things because I never know when someone's tuning in for the first time. Never met either one of my grandfathers. They both dead before I was born. My dad, I think, only met his dad a few times until age four. Something like that. It's been so long, I don't know the whole story. His mother died a year before I was born. So my dad never really knew his dad, and he was out of his life by age four or five. My dad gets murdered at four. My mom's dad died when she was 17. I had two uncles on my mom's side, never seen them very much at all my whole life. Never did anything with them, never went anywhere with them, nothing. And I become a father at 18. And everyone knows the situation with my son. I have a lot of girls in my family, and our blended family, we have one grandson. Do you think that makes it any easier? No matter what it no matter what I didn't contribute to, or no matter what I what I've done in my life, how I look at this, we all got karma to pay for. Whatever I've done in my life, I'm very aware of it. But I promise you, whatever I'm paying for, I, I, it's nothing I did. But I don't believe in all that that generational shit. I believe it's a fucking choice. I don't believe that shit's passed down, it's genetics, all that shit. Fuck that shit. Unless you're really fucked up. Because I, I didn't choose that life. I don't have the life my dad and my son has. My daughter don't have that life. My grandkids are going to make everything in my power to make sure that don't happen. But I just never had a lot of men around. 
So some of the ways I think when I'm talking to a lot of traditional people that have fathers, grandfathers, whether they're still living or they was real involved in their life, I'm not taking away nothing from them. The way I have to put it is I I never had those people to begin with, and I lost my dad so early that I just don't know what it's like. I can't even relate to going and hanging out with my dad. Going, going on, pick something. If you go fishing, if you go hunting, if he teach you how to work on stuff, if uh, taught you how to shave, if you went to your ball games, I have no fucking earthly idea what that's like. The only way I can relate to that is what I did with my children. And believe this or not, for those of you tuning in for the first time, I did a lot of shit with my son, more than I did with my daughter. Not that he came first; he was the oldest, and he was the boy. I was young. I coached soccer. I coached baseball. I coached basketball. We did BMX together. We went to skate parks together. I went to parent-teacher conferences. I did not, again, never did drugs, never was absent. We didn't have a good marriage. I worked the same job, worked my ass off. I did a lot of things. I'm not giving myself a pat on the back. I'm telling you what I did. I kept a lot of my old friends away. I knew that were bad bad influences. I I totally disregarded them, never let them come to my house again. And I got people that can vouch for this, including my ex-wife and other people. Some of them never talked to me again. I didn't want them around my kids. And that still didn't mean it worked out. But I still know in the back of my mind and in my heart and soul and my conscience is clear on those things. Because I contributed to none of that. I see it all the time. I just talked about this yesterday. Women get away with a lot of shit in this life. But I always talk about boys and women. And a lot of dads, there's a lot of dads have gotten screwed over by women, no doubt. But the truth is the majority of men are usually the ones who don't take care of their kids. Also, too, men can usually swoop in, get them every other weekend. Maybe they didn't ask for that, no doubt. This can go a lot of different directions. But they can swoop in and do all the fun shit with their kids. I see it every day. I know a lot of people like this. Especially the women in these boys' life, these men's life, give them a lot of credit. They'll be what they give credit for being a great dad and being a good man, they'll call a woman or a mother a half ass mother and unattentive. All these things like this. I don't think that people talk about this shit enough. <coughs> Excuse me. Because there are certain things that men get credit for that it's your fucking job. And it's not only expected of you, it's what you're supposed to do. You shouldn't get extra brownie points and a pat on the back for taking care of your responsibilities and doing what the fuck you're supposed to do. Hey, I pay my child support. I pick my kids up every other weekend. Okay. And? And a lot of men that I know get pissed about this. That's your fucking job. You go take pictures. You took them to McDonald's. Took them to the park. You did all these things. A lot of mothers, not all mothers, a lot of mothers. There's single dads out there. There's dads taking care of their kids. Dads, a lot of mothers are out there doing that shit, doing all the hard shit every day. Taking them to fucking daycare. Getting up when they're sick. Fucking not getting sleep. Doing all the hard shit. And if a mother looks like she's a little bit fucking distracted or a little bit tired and a little bit fed up, people criticize, judge, and attack them. But with with the men and the dad, it's, he's doing good. But why ain't the, is, is the woman not doing good? You see, this can go across all spectrums. There's so much 
toxic mentality out there when it comes to things like this. People that grew up with a father in their life and a grandfather, one or both, that grew up with men in their life, whatever role they played. You know, people often ask me, all your grandkids are your grandkids, but you refer to your stepdaughters as your stepdaughters. Well, no shit, because they have a dad, and their dad's involved in their life. I'm their ste- I'm blessed to be a part of their life. But the grandkids, we were together already when all the grandkids were born. So we're a blended family. We're only grandparents. But I'm not trying to fill their dad's role. I'm trying to be a positive influence in their life and prepare them for the real world out there. Not the world inside our home like it's going to last forever. It's going to be this way or a life that I'm going to be here forever because we're not. We send them into this world delusional. This is why we're so fucking protective because we have a lot of time, especially in today's times, we have sheltered them away from bad shit. And when they see bad shit or terrible things or tragedy, they're not going to be fucking prepared. That's the real world. With or without us, our job as men is not to work ourselves into a fucking early grave. It's not. It's not to sacrifice every fucking thing. I know that's what I was taught. That's what I used to think too. That's what a lot of the men used to do. But let's talk about this too. I never met a lot of men in my family, period. Either side, my mom or dad's side. Uh, and a lot of things that I heard when I was a kid, and I, I know a lot of people can relate to this in their family, was how good the men were and how hard they worked. And again, it was a different time. I get it. I, I'll give a little bit of easement, a little bit of let go on some of that shit. The men start passing away. Everybody gets older. And a lot of the people, elders in the family start saying shit that we never heard before. A lot of shit that got sweeped under the rug. A lot of shit they getting talked about didn't get dealt with because they were the men and you did not challenge them. What they said went. So let me say this. That's how a lot of men got away with what they did. Because no one challenged them. If you were challenging them, you were being disrespectful. Instead of just disagreeing with them. And I know a lot of men from past generations, they might have worked hard, they might have loved their children. But all the fuck they had to do was go to work, come home, hand over their paycheck. Or not. Or not. Some of them did. I know women in... I know women, family and not family, that used to, I better get their check before they get to the liquor store or the beer store or get in the fucking strip club or whatever. We know this is fucking true. And the woman did all the rest of the fucking work. Men didn't even have to think. They didn't have to pay a bill. They didn't have to cook. They didn't have to clean. And a lot of the women stayed at home back then. I get it. If the man worked and they stayed at home, I get it. They get. I get it. But a lot of days now, in, in modern times, a lot of men won't. 1950s to 70s housewives, and then they want a, a, a career or a working woman, too. You can't have both. That's not the way it goes. If that's the case, you need to be both. Our job as fathers is not to make excuses for our children. It is not to enable them. It is not to send them into the world unprepared. And when our, a lot of times our children turn out good, everyone wants credit. And when they turn out bad... No one wants to take responsibility. I think I've took responsibility in every way. I know what I contributed to and what I didn't contribute to. But understand this. Even with everything that I got to deal with the rest of my life, I still have an amazing life. That has nothing to do with money. I have a lot of amazing people in my life. People's choices are their choices. And it's their choices alone. And they have to pay for that. Unfortunately, we all have to pay for it too. 
We are not supposed to, as men, as parents, we are not supposed to defend our children when they are wrong. We're not supposed to defend our loved ones when they're wrong. That's another tox, toxic, bullshit-ass traditional mentality. Is that your brother? That's your sister? That's your family? You defend them even when they're wrong. That's why they're like they are. They're still your family is why they're still the fuck the way they are. You defend them in their absence when they're not there to defend themselves. But you call them the fuck out, you put them in check, and you hold them accountable. That's what the fuck we're supposed to do. As men, we're not supposed to just be with our children and do the fun shit, whether you're with their mother or not. We're supposed to prepare them for the real world and give them tools to take care of their damn self. Sons or daughters, whatever it is. We don't have to agree with them. We don't have to lie to them. But we need to we need to accept them for what they are. I often say this. We tell kids and grow up and be whatever you want. But then can't you just be like this kid? Why can't you do that? Why can't you be like them? So they fit in. We should not encourage them to fucking fit in. We should be encouraging them to be their own, their 100% authentic self. And not give one fuck. Give them the superpower or not give it one fuck what people think. Because whatever you think they're saying they are. At the end of our life, we don't have to answer for other people's regrets. And we don't, I mean, we don't have to live and die with other people's regrets. We got to live and die with ours. And part of that is trial and error. That's just the way it goes. We we can't find out how something's going to work. Or we don't know the See, we want, we, just like success, we want to know something's going to be successful before we do it. And the reason we stay in fear of change and the reason we stay in fear of, 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 of making, of going for something in life is because we want to know the results and the outcome is going to be in our favor and it's going to work out. It's going to be successful before we ever do it. We don't want to go through the hardship and being a parent's the toughest fucking job there is in this life. And a lot of people didn't need to be parents. There's particularly a lot of fathers out there. You hear babies, daddies. A lot, of them, a lot of you women go and have kids. You had kids by these people knowing how these motherfuckers are. You've seen all the red flags. You you ignored them. And you just dive deeper. And some of you kept doing it multiple times. And it's your fault. And then other times, people were caught off guard. My daughter and my other son-in-law, because I have another son-in-law with my stepdaughter, they're not together. But I, have, I don't have one fear in the fact that he's not going to take care of our granddaughter. That he's not going to be a great dad. He is a great dad. See, you don't have to be together. y'all. When you force things with your significant other, the only people that pay is the kids. I, I can relate to that because I lived it a, while, a long time too. You're not doing it for the kids. You're doing it for you. You're either scared to be alone. You're jealous. You want to manipulate. You want to control. And no one pays except the children. And that shit's off that right there, that shit's often passed down generation to generation. If someone doesn't break that cycle, I'm the person that broke that cycle. I'll continue to break these cycles. Again, it's unfortunate the situation with my son. It's 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 just really sad and tragic. But that don't mean that I can't that don't mean I gotta continue to get up every day and work on the rest of these kids and grandkids. I have to. I can't fall off. I can't get weak. I can't not be disciplined. I don't have that luxury. I didn't have that luxury then. I don't have that luxury now. So let's go back to this. How many of your dads out there taught you how to work on a car? How many dads out there taught you how to, like I said, shave first, taught you how to 
fish, how to hunt, how to whatever. Scott taught you a skilled trade, got you, help you get started with things that boys need to know in life. Or with your girls, whatever it is. When I got into the workforce, I know it's a lot of, again, I lived in my neighborhood, in my neighborhood, growing up in the hood, there wasn't a lot of dads. There wasn't. So I was accustomed to that. When I got in the work world, a lot of guys that were my age already knew how to do a lot of shit. So if they, again, if, you, if you're a welder, if you're an electrician, if you're a plumber, or you got taught all these things, they think that you're stupid because you don't know those things. And at the time, I really did. I kind of... I kind of felt a little intimidated. I kind of felt a little embarrassed. I didn't know some of those things. I realized how hard I work, how relentless I was, my work ethic, my drive, my ambition. And I thought if somebody just believed in me and somebody just helped me. But I thought I had to know those things. As I got older, self-educated myself, experience of life, I realized I didn't have to be good. I didn't have to be interested in those things. But let me explain this. Kids like us, at the time, we didn't have time to learn that shit. Some of us had to help our fucking mothers. We had to fucking lie about our age and work. Sports and, and camps and uh, summer league sports and shit. School sports, and all, that was our getaway. We didn't have a bad life at home. We just didn't have nothing at home. We didn't have time. We have men around. We're going to teach us a fucking skill. But So when I got in the workforce and started becoming an adult and raising my own family, I felt a little threatened by that. And as I'm older now, I was like, they hardly had any advantage over. See, my again, I'm gonna talk about this in another podcast, life in reverse. So I didn't have I thought I needed to acquire those skills. And then when I started working on some of those skills in the workforce, I realized it didn't keep my attention. When I got older, I realized I didn't need to know that. It didn't matter because I wasn't fucking interested in it. So I wasn't gonna fucking retain it because I didn't give a fuck. It wasn't my skill. I wish I would have crafted these skills I have now back then. If I'd have been around the right people, it would have happened. But I wasn't. I didn't understand it. I understand it now. Happening later in life, but it's happening. A lot of these men tell you what you need to do. They tell you what you need to learn. And that's not for everybody. And that's how we don't take the path of our of, of, of our purpose because we're redirected to what we're told we should do instead of what our soul tells us we need to be doing. And that everything else, everything needs to be built around our purpose, not what other people tell us we need to do for a job. This is another reason I also say this. I'm talking to all aspects. I don't understand what it's like having a dad and a grandfather. Never will. Never happen. I'm almost, I'm, I'm, I'm staring down, knocking on 50's door, and I still will never understand it. I only know what it's like to be a father and a grandfather now. But I don't know what it's like to receive that. So I don't, often don't know what I'm missing. I can't relate to that. This is also why I don't like men telling me shit. I'm not threatened. I'm not intimidated by them. But I don't like a man. I'll take shit from a woman before I take shit from a man. I'm serious. I did. I felt like I tell people this often. I became the man of the house so young, and I started taking care of myself so young. It sounded like I was just uncontrollable, disrespectful, and maybe I was at times. But really, what it was was I felt like another man couldn't tell me shit once I was taking care of myself. He wasn't going to put his fucking hands on me. He wasn't going to give me licks in school. He wasn't going to talk shit to me. He wasn't going to do none of that. And then win or lose, it was like, you know, we can end this right now. I can leave. We can we can defuse the situation or we can go at it. It doesn't make me no difference. And to this day, I'm still like that. I'll give you respect. I respect everybody to start with. But I'll, I'll, I'll match you and checkmate you. Disrespect. I don't give a fuck who you are, who your daddy is, who your grandfather is, who your title is, how much money you got. 
If you're in the role of a man, you're going to talk to me like a man. You're going to respect me like a man. And I'm going to do the same to you. Others, fuck you. Period. That's all it is. That will not change with me. And because of that, that's what I mean by I'm my own man. I did not mold myself for anybody. I didn't have no role models. And looking back now, again, I very much wish I'd had my father. But where I'm at right now, my age, the kind of own man I am, I'm glad I didn't mold myself after anybody. I'm, I, I'm blessed and thankful I didn't because I'm not like anybody I know. It doesn't mean I'm better. doesn't mean I know more. doesn't mean anything. It just means I'm not like them. They're not like me. And the people that I love and that are men that know this, that are my friends, they know I'm not like them. I don't even relate to the way they talk and the way that they do things at all. And they don't relate to the way I talk and do things. They only understand the way that they had it. And I only understand the way I had it. The way we grow and the way we evolve is talking about these things. We talk about that. That way I need to, sometimes I ask them questions so I can get a better understanding of it. Make sense? Sometimes they ask me questions so they can get a better understanding because they don't know what it's not like to have them people. They know that they lost them people. Maybe they lost their fathers or their mothers. And if we're talking about Father's Day today, maybe they lost them early. Maybe they lost them in their 20s. Maybe they're, if you're our age and you still got your parents, you know you're on borrowed time with them. I often tell people this. If I'd lost my father as a teenager, I think it would have been a lot worse on me, 100%. Especially my couple of teenage years, I really had some problems, and I, I went through some hard times, and it was self-inflicted upon myself. Didn't realize it. Then I realized, again, say this over and over. I realized no one was coming to save me. Nobody was going to come save me. It was the best thing that never happened to me. No one showed up. I showed up for myself. So I just think about the different mindsets of how fathers are over the years. And a lot of times, too, in modern times today, there were certain things today, even when you knew you're, if, if a man was a motherfucker and he was a piece of shit, they get old, they get sick, they want somebody, we all of a sudden feel sorry for them. I've used this example before. If I don't respect you as a man, I don't give a fuck. There are two people I really care about in this life. One of them is passed on, one of them is not. <clears throat> this particular friend is my best friend in the world. Not in my entire life. Anybody knows me knows who I'm talking about. I didn't meet his dad till I was in my 30s. Not even since I was four years old. First time I met his dad at this event. I remembered how much they did without, how much they suffered. Again, obligation not to the woman, obligation to his children. I remember, this guy's my brother. And I mean that with every fiber of my being. His dad came up to introduce himself to me. My other friends that were out there, they already knew what I was going to do. They felt compelled to shake his hand because he was an elder. I realized you left a woman with four or five kids and they fucking nearly starved to death. And you didn't have nothing to do with him. I've known him for 35 years. At this time, now I've known him longer. 32 years, whatever at that time. Now I've known him 43 years. I ain't never even fucking met you, man. Never seen your fucking face, except in pictures. But a boy always wants to know he has a father. That's the thing, is no matter how fucked up he is, no matter how absent he is, still let them motherfuckers slide. It's sad. I'm just not that way. Me and my brother ain't that way. We can just, we never had it, and my brother don't give a fuck about his dad being even being alive either. He don't have no contact. He don't even call him dad at all. And understand this, he's fine. Deep down, would we like that? Sure, we'd like that. But we're we're not we're not in need of condolences or sympathy because of that. Okay, we're not. We're fine. He came and introduced himself as his father. 
She took his hand out, shake my hand. I looked at him, I said, far as I know, I've known him for 33, 34 years, whatever it was at the time. I said, far as I know, he don't have no father. And I walked off. That's how I do shit. That's how I continue to do shit. I was at a funeral some years back. I love this person. I didn't like nothing the fucking pastor had to say. Everybody's going up there shaking his hand. I was going up there talking to family. I was a pallbearer in this funeral. Asshole behind me. I didn't like him either. Hadn't seen him in years. Was trying to ignore the motherfucker. I spoke and was civil because it was a funeral. Again. He goes, hey, he's tapped me on the shoulder. He goes, you forgot to shake the pastor's hand. I said, I, don't I didn't forget. I don't shake men's hand. I don't respect. I don't respect him. You see? It didn't matter that he was 60 and I was fucking 40. I didn't give a fuck. Instead of saying something, I just fucking didn't shake his hand. I went right in front of him intentionally so he, he could see me not shake his fucking hand. We got to quit giving people respect as men that did not fucking earn the respect. They did not do anything. Just because you got old and you got sick, one or both, you did not automatically get respect in this life. Just because your hair turned white. So let me say this before I go. As men, as fathers, grandfathers, if you got some shit you need to make right in this life, no matter how much this time has passed, you better make it right and not on when you're sick or on your fucking deathbed. It's too fucking late. There are people out there that say they forgive you. I'm not one of them. As men that still have a lot of time left, if you got something to say to your father, grandfather, whatever role it was, stepfather, don't let them fucking get old and sick and you not bring up something that you know you need to bring up and address. So it isn't passed down to the next generation. That's how you stop this shit. Because if they get old and sick, you're automatically going to feel more sorry for them. And you're not going to fucking do it. Address that shit. If it means the family putting you aside and black sheeping you, fucking let them. Because again, the black sheep doesn't mean that they're a bad seed. doesn't mean they're doing anything wrong. It doesn't mean that they cause conflict. Often causing conflict is bringing up issues that need to be talked about. That way it's not passed down. Because if you harbor that shit, all it does is eat you up. And then it gets, it probably ain't going to get talked about in the next generation. For me, that shit stopped right here. Regardless of the outcome of my son. The rest of this family, that shit stopped right here. I'm making sure of it. That way if something still goes wrong with one of them, they know that I did everything in my power for that not to happen. I gave them the tools. I talked about it. I held myself accountable first, held them accountable, held them to the same fucking standard. We're going to talk about it. We're not going to sweep it under the rug. We're not going to sugarcoat it. We're not going to fucking try to people please. We're not going to go around fucking elders and be quiet. We're going to talk about the shit. And if that means me being removed, then I'm fucking fine with that. Because I don't need a lot of people. I need the right people. Before I go, fathers, take your fucking responsibility seriously. Do what's fucking right. Don't do what's fucking popular. Don't do it when you feel like doing it. Do what the fuck you're supposed to do expecting nothing in return. It's fucking sucks sometimes, but it's what we're supposed to do. It doesn't come with conditions. I don't, sometimes I wish, I don't mind saying this, sometimes I wish I... It'd be easier if I didn't love my son. I love him. That doesn't change. That doesn't mean I'm making excuses either. As fathers, our love doesn't change. But we need to be careful about our actions and what we do. Because we're not going to be young forever. And that shit comes back. 
Do the fucking right thing. Do what the fuck you're supposed to. Don't look for credit. Don't look for recognition. And don't do it for fucking social media. Do it because it's what the fuck you're supposed to do. Hey, I'm going to enjoy the rest of this day. Happy Father's Day 2022 to all of you that play this role. Whatever role you play, whatever your title is, it is fucking earned. You don't just get the title of father because you brought a child into this world. Father's title is earned. You hear me? Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, Spreaker, and Anchor. Can y'all please go subscribe? Y'all hit me up. Y'all stay savage, live humble, love y'all.